Email ray at rte.ie. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1. So, uh, Conor Pope joins us in studio. Price watch at rte.ie. Now, as in from the 1st of February, we will be able to return our plastic bottles and get 15 cent for the small ones and 25 cent for the big ones. When I say we'll be able to get it, we've paid for it already because those bottles are going to go up by that amount as in from the 1st of February. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. Um, so like it depends on how you, it, there's, there's multiple different ways of looking at this you could look at it in a positive light or you could look at it in a negative light uh, and, and I've heard some negative criticism of the scheme obviously from, from, from different sources but like broadly speaking what the scheme does is, and I'm not a spokesperson for it at all is it gives it puts a value on plastic bottles for the first time ever and it puts a value on cans aluminium cans that you might typically find beer in or whatever for the first time ever now uh, all receptacles up to 500 millilitres you'll pay a deposit of 15 cent and then anything between 500 millilitres and 3 litres uh, 500 millilitres and 3 litres you'll pay a deposit of 25 cent so let's say you're buying a bottle of water in, in the shop and that bottle of water normally costs 125 that's going to cost 140 so you might say to yourself well that bottle has just gone up by 15 cents so that's not good news for me um, but what it might do is it might stop you just drinking the bottle of water as you're walking down the street and then just chucking the bottle in the bin or worse still chucking the bottle on the street mm. or indeed it might stop you going bush drinking with your mates down by the Spanish Arch in Galway drinking six cans of beer and then just leaving the six cans of beer there because those six cans of beer suddenly will have value now we recycle a lot in Ireland around you know but of you know but one we, third we don't recycle we, we don't, one exactly third. so there's a government target of getting us to 75% I think it is by 2025 and then by 90% by 2030 so at present we're at 60% exactly so when you think about it there's around 2 billion of these receptacles that are, are circulating every year so if that means that around 600 million of them are just going into landfill or they're just getting mixed up with other recyclables. That's a lot of money, That's, isn't it? It's a, it's a lot of money, but it's also a huge volume of waste. Now, mm. I, my, my issue with this and the problem I have, and I put this to the return people when I was speaking to them, is like the problem isn't us. And the petrochemical industry has done a great confidence trick on society by making us responsible for recycling plastic when actually the solution to the problem is not taking the plastic out of the ground in the form of oil. Okay, so that's the but we're made to feel responsible for it. So that's my issue with it. Mm. Other people are concerned that it's problematic, that the vending machines, the reverse, the so-called reverse vending machines won't be in every shop and that smaller shops will struggle to, to to manage these schemes. And those concerns are legitimate. But ultimately, I think if we can get 600 million receptacles out of landfill or out of our our, our streets and our beaches, um, we will have done something good. There are going to be teething problems because, as you say, the the machines aren't going to be everywhere. Yeah. Uh, When you bring your bottles in in your black sack and you put them in the machine and you get a voucher back, you have to use that voucher in that shop. That's correct. But like the the way I mean, because I asked the the people in who are running the scheme, the return people, like how they see this all working. So the idea would be that you might have ten or twelve water bottles for instance okay. just for the sake of argument so they're the bigger ones the bigger ones exactly so, so that's, that's so you, you put 250 them, three, yeah, so three you euro, put them right. in, into a bag in your hall yeah. and then when you're going to your local Tesco or Aldi or Superquin or, Su- or Superquin Super Value or wherever it might be you bring the 12 bottles mm. to the shop you put them into the machine you get out you get out a little voucher which you then use to offset a portion of your grocery okay. bill. So that's how it will work for a lot of people. Another another thing that really appealed to me actually because when I went into them I was kind of sceptical about it I have to say because I was just thinking well this is just going to see me paying more for my bottles of 
Mm. Actually, I don't buy bottled water, but I just see people paying more. But, you know, like they, they spoke to me about GAA clubs, for instance, or community groups setting up schemes where they might go door to door and collect these plastic receptacles that people will, will, will so give So it's an them. incentive for these organisations to yeah. collect rubbish because they, And then cash that rubbish in and then yes. use it for some value mm. because I think the really key thing and as, you know, as, I, as, I, as, I, as I've noted, like if you saw 15 cents... Where can they cash it in though? Well, you, you could be able to, like let's say they, they could come up with, come up with a, a deal with a, with a retailer or they could uh-huh. use the money. Because I know I read that some retailers are going to give back cash. Yeah, exactly. And so, like if it was... Particularly if a, if a local GA club went to a local supermarket and said, we've collected all of these bottles. Can you come to some kind of arrangement for us that will be for the betterment of community? Like the retailer would be very stupid to say no to that, right? But uh, apart from anything else, a, a, a community group could use the vouchers to buy stuff that they need for their community group. Right. So you could you could say, OK, well, how's that going to work? But all it, all it does really in essence, and this is the key thing, I think, is it puts a value on something that previously had no value. Mm. And that will stop people Binning it. Because if you saw 15 cent on the ground, you just would, like, chances are you'd pick it up, right? Because mm. that's what people do. You see money on the ground, you pick it up. If you saw, like, one euro and 50 on your countertop, you're not going to sweep that into the bin. You're not going to say, well, I don't want that 150. So it's just giving something value. And you're right, it will come with teething problems and there will be complaints. And I do have a bit, a lot of sympathy for small retailers who'll have to try and manage this to, manage this to a degree because they, they you know, they, they'll have to, you know... They people, can't afford the machines. Exactly. Well, they, they won't, and they won't have the, 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 the floor space to yes. put the machines in yeah. and they don't... So it's you, know this, you know this term they use in, in technology, you know, when you have to access a, a podcast. Yeah. They talk about attrition. And the less attrition, the more likely you are to access. Exactly. Now, th- there seems to be me just reading, but there seems to be a lot of attrition here, as in a lot of effort. People need to go to a lot of effort to do this. And do you know what? And that was one of the fundamental questions that I had for the people when I went in to talk to them, because I remember speaking to Pete Lunn of the ESRI, a person I'm sure you're very familiar with. And, and the, the thing that makes recycling schemes work is an absence of barriers. So recycling paper and cardboard in your house is really simple because you put them in the green bin and you don't have to think about it. So this is more complicated and this is going to require people to shift how they operate. I suppose the the long-term question is, is getting 15 cent back on a bottle that you paid 15 cent extra for, is that incentive enough to change your behaviour? That's, that's And that's the, actually that. the question that they don't have the answer no. to because they don't really know if it's pitched high, high enough. Yes. But what it does do is it means that somebody who sees that bottle lying, lying, on, lying on the street or a can lying on the street will be able to say, do you know what? I actually could do with that 15 cent or 30 cent or 45 cent or I could collect six bottles or eight bottles mm. or 10 bottles and I, a huge ha- swathe of society we, might benefit from that. We have a that. problem to get because sure. I'm, I'm fascinated by this and I'm just wondering about international best practice and how does it work in other countries and has it worked in other it countries? It has worked in other countries and it's done in places like Germany it's been done in places like Germany for, as you won't come as any big surprise to you for, for donkey's years it's been it, it's done I think in 15 or so yeah. countries across the European Union and it does work. Yeah and of course it's not new as well because when I, was, when I was a kid it was for glass if you, there, was a, there was a one penny deposit on, on glass five, bottles five pence and I, like right? when I was a kid like you, you, pl- you, you had re- those bottles the bottles of Sidona for some reason like, I'm not, not trumpeting the brand but that was like the bo- they had real value yeah. and you wouldn't just bin them and I no. think anything that we can do 
to stop throwing this stuff away. And the best example, and the example that everybody's hoping that we use, is the plastic bag. Yes, heavy. it's different though. It's, and and, yeah, and if, you, if you just, what you said there, five pence versus 15 cent, I would imagine it, there's a huge difference there. You could buy three or, with three or four bottles, yes. you'd buy yourself a soft drink yes. and a bag of yeah, crisps. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the measure of it. That's exactly. the measure of it. Uh, do we have time for this? We have two minutes. Do we have time? Two minutes, very quickly. Okay. okay. I bought a garment from Dunstores in December and went to wear it at a family gathering on the 25th. Um, so that was Christmas Day. The security tag was still attached. It was very bad timing as shops were closed and I didn't have additional spare outfits with me. The receipt was well gone at this stage. I've had many emails back and forth with Duns about this. The store is 40 miles from my home and I'm expected to drive there at my own expense to present the garment and receipt for a refund. Obviously, I don't want to drive uh, with no receipt, nor do I have any use of a red sequin skirt. The moment has well and truly passed. Uh, what can I do? Okay, well, I did contact on stores, but they didn't respond to me, nor, as, as is their want. They very rarely respond to any queries from, from the media. And that's just the way of it, because I wanted to, to get reassurance. This listener will be, won't be surprised to learn that this happens an awful lot. So first thing is, I would, exp- I would, I would, expe- I would advise them to approach the retailer with, with positivity. Uh, a good retailer will get will take the tag off. They don't have a right to a refund because it, unlike if you'd bought a wedding dress, for instance, a wedding dress is generally considered a single use product. Mm. So if you couldn't wear it on the time that you were getting married. Well, well they, you could argue that a red sequined skirt you is could, single use. You couldn't use argue it successfully Christmas. in court, okay, I suspect, yeah. because yeah. you would be able to wear that red sequined top or dress at a future point. So it's, it's not that it's not fit for purpose. It's just that the tag was left on it. This happens all the time because I was looking at multiple forums, both in Ireland and the UK, and this happens over and over and over and the over again attached. the tag being attached I also came across hundreds of YouTube videos telling people how to be how to take the tags I'm off not I'm not going to go down that road <laughs> yeah, myself yeah. it has happened to me but in essence you don't have a right to a refund of okay. the product or even but you do have a right you and even the retailer could even refuse to take the tag off without the receipt but I think most retailers would do the decent thing Okay uh, Pricewatch at rt.ie Thanks very much Connor. we'll talk to you next week that's it from us uh, Cormac is on drive time we're back tomorrow at 3 o'clock enjoy the rest of your Monday evening The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1